Welcome to Uncle Bob's Magic Cabinet, a mother-daughter podcast on all things magic and pop culture. you were going to be able to hold it together. <laughs> you couldn't. I couldn't do it. Son of a bitch. Damn okay. It. Hi, everyone. I'm Liam, the daughter. Hey, I'm Lauren, the mom. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you laughing about? It is, it's the, uh, you know, we just had a conversation about boogers, for heaven's sakes. <laughs> and then you're like, why are you laughing? And it's because, you know, it's like we got to, we're on screen here. Turn it on, turn it on. you're like, hey, is there any bats in the cave? (laughs) Check, check. (laughs) Way to like call me out. I'm just trying to make sure. I mean, it's the same. I mean, I I say the same thing. And Jake gets really, really serious right before we turn on. Yeah. And then it makes me giggle. What did he tell us to do? Project. Projection. (laughs) Projection. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, because you were sounding a little nasally. That's why we, that's where the conversation on, you know, boogers came. Well, I just wanted to make sure. God. (laughs) Dang. I just finished watching. watching. Say that one. I know. Hey. (laughs) Try that again. So, here's the thing. We (laughs) We have a long day of filming because we, you know. We filmed like a couple episodes in one day and it was torrential downpouring. And mm-hmm. so we continued to drink the claws <laughs> while we're waiting for the rain to subside. And I don't know about you, Jake wouldn't let me have no snacks and <laughs> I'm feeling a little, <laughs> feeling a little woozy here. <laughs> feeling a little woozy over here. Yeah. So this might be like Uncle Bob's <laughs> drunk edition because we have yeah, a few yeah. claws in us. <laughs> Not sponsored. Not sponsored. But <laughs> I uh, just finished watching the first season of, um, what What was it? The one oh, Castle Rock. Castle Rock, yes. And mm-hmm. then I had to say, like, what was that ending about? I didn't. It was I, trash. <laughs> Don't spoil. Don't I'm spoil. I'm not going to spoil it. Stephen King fashion, but yeah. Good show. Good show. I haven't watched the second season yet. Sissy Space Bet. Oh, <laughs> my God. <laughs> <laughs> Sissy Space Back. And blaming it on the claws. Oh no. Sissy Spacek. This is gonna be a long episode. This is gonna episode. be a good one. Sissy Spacek, well phenomenal. She was <laughs> I need to like let that exit oh. my head. Or it's gonna, oh, it's gonna crap. keep coming up. Yeah. <laughs> Manok is over to the left of me being yeah. incredibly needy. So obviously, you might hear him. Uh, yeah. Obviously I don't drink all that often, <laughs> clearly. Oh my it's god. Been, you know, every, I feel like every week we get on I'm like, oh, it's been a really long week. So I definitely deserving you do deserve of the, it of the adult beverages today. And <laughs> if you're watching on YouTube, you'll see it. But those listening, I have my Jay and Silent Bob shirt on. You do. It says Snoogans on it. Does say Snoogans? This is a, a prize possession. I wouldn't let it go. Now, remember, no. you know, I got this. Sometimes people they just don't know. They just don't know about what we were. We did Sci-Fi Valley Con a few years back. Yeah, and there was a lady that oh. had a little booth. She's selling this for two bucks. 
Wow. Snatched right up. What a steal. What a steal. Keep it forever. It's a treasure. <laughs> this is a national treasure. <laughs> this is a national treasure. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yep. Fond right. memories. Fond memories. Yeah, we do have some fond memories we there. Do. So, uh, what are we talking about today? So, I'm going to talk about Charmed. <laughs> but I kind of just got upset a little bit. Why? Because I had found at Goodwill years ago a Charmed shirt. You did. Yeah. And I think I gave it away. I don't know where it is. I know. Look uh, at her. Mm-hmm. See, this is why right here mm-hmm. I never get rid of anything. Because I'm terrified that one day I'm going to be like... Can anybody see my eyes on the screen? I'm the blinking meme. You literally get rid of... Not t-shirts. I have like every band t-shirt I've ever owned since I was like 10. Because I'm like, this yeah, will fit me one day. Meanwhile, it's like a, a crop top. <laughs> and then it was made into a blanket. Yeah. But Some of the favorite band tees. Yeah, but I have literally Jake... Yeah side with me here i have way too many t-shirts if they get, get too small you just make a pillow out of them a pillow what yeah. would it be like for a baby oh <laughs> like a little baby pillow no yeah. i was thinking of that john lennon one you had it's pretty cool that literally would not even cover my boobs right now maybe, maybe <laughs> nanook could wear it <laughs> he could <laughs> probably on one leg <laughs> Oh my gosh. So yeah, so I'm doing charm, but I am a little upset. No, Mm -hmm. no that I am upset. And I hope whoever found this shirt after me, it was so cool. It had the triquatra on it. Mm -hmm. It just brings me back to talk about a killer freaking soundtrack. I love that soundtrack. And you know, before, you know, BS before Spotify. When you actually coined a new term, I did BS before Spotify. You put the old disc in the, you put the little CD in the, put the CD in the. Man, I beat that charm soundtrack to death. It looks like you used it as a hockey puck. Hockey puck. We still have it. We do. We still have it. Yeah, that's got some good jams on it. It does. It is a good Mm -hmm. soundtrack. So check that out. I know Mm -hmm. people make fun of us sometimes because we're like everything has the best soundtrack, but. I think we tend no. to go towards things that have great soundtracks. Oh, yeah, absolutely. No, what was the one we just talked about? What? I don't know. We talked about one that was like, that soundtrack was shit. Did we? I don't know. I think so. I can't remember. I've tuned it out because I don't like to think about it's that. It's all bleeding together. You know, my dream job yeah. is to create. Have I said this before? Dude, since you were a kid. Since I was, like, my dream, dream job. The dream job. To create soundtracks for movies. Oh my god, you would be so good at it. Not you scores, s- soundtracks. Yeah, you have such an ear for that. Wow, thank you. Yeah. Sometimes, oh my god, it's the claws, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you in a little bit. <laughs> I'm opening up. Sometimes when I'm going through something mm-hmm. in my head, I'll be like, "What song would play to this mm-hmm. moment?" Do you do mm-hmm. that? Oh yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was just me. Remember when you used it when um, you were little and you used to make fun of me because you could always tell I was going through something if I had the Hagen Dawes out and uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Karen Carpenter was playing Ooh, on the wow wow yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> why you would go the Carpenters for, but yeah why you would go for Karen Carpenter when you need an uplift I don't know dude she's there with me she was feeling the pain right there with me simpatico <laughs> simpatico right oh my god yeah mm-hmm. music is pretty powerful. That was a nice little tangent we gave you there. I know. All right. I'm going to jump in. Okay. Charmed. Let me clear my throat. throat) All right. I'm going to go. So when I sat down, Charmed is one of our favorites Mm -hmm. and people have been requesting it. Yeah. 
But shows are shows can be a little hard depending on how much time we have to prepare for an episode because right. I feel like you kind of need to sit down and watch the whole damn show. Oh, every season. Right? Because right. I'm like, I want to know. I want to refresh uh-huh. my mem, uh-huh. you know? But, so I figured for mm-hmm. me and for everyone, I would start off with season one, episode one. Oh, awesome. So if you have not seen Charmed, mm-hmm. highly suggest it. Right women especially witches especially anyone that's interested in magic magic go watch that show super Even cool little herbalist that's why i love piper uh, i know you do love piper mm-hmm. um so if you haven't seen it this will kind of not be spoiling too much for you because right. it's going to give you and we are talking about the og we're the talking orig. about the og 1998 right on right on yeah um i have not seen the remake I'm going to be honest. I don't know if I'll check it out. I have a very firm, sometimes remakes mm-hmm, mm-hmm. rub me the wrong way. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure one day I'll get curious and check yeah, it out. Yeah, I watched the first episode. And you said you were not a fan. You know, it, it's just, um, you know, I think when you're you're in a certain time and place in your life and you connect with a series or a yeah. show or a movie, it's because it speaks to you mm-hmm. you know so i think that the landscape has changed so much you know and it's it's a different generation it's appealing to a different generation right, right. so that just which is it good just, yeah which is great but it just wasn't speaking to me you know right, so right. Yeah, yeah i'll have to check it out mm-hmm. okay so we're gonna go season one episode one something wicca this way comes Ugh. love that title that is gonna so tie into my topic oh my God, is it really yes <gasps> what the crap we never do that on purpose either. no we don't wow look at us go okay the series stars shannon doherty mm-hmm. i'm a fan of her hey. brenda oh my and god my jane bob shirt <laughs> mall rats brenda <laughs> oh my god hilarious uh holly marie combs i love her mm-hmm. Alyssa milano i also love her and dorian gregory who is daryl yes yes mm-hmm. okay um and the show takes place in san francisco nice yeah so even if say you aren't into magic i don't know why you're here but hello uh hey, the show has beautiful views of san francisco like oh my god crap in that house they live in that's, a, that's another one stunning stunning add it to the list of houses i want gorge yeah gorgeous right on okay so i'm going to give you a little rundown of the three main characters so mm-hmm. you kind of understand where we're coming from mm-hmm. here okay the three main characters are the hallowell sisters Okay, so you have Phoebe, who's played by Alyssa Milano. She is the youngest, Mm -hmm. and she's kind of the free-spirited, rebellious one, Um, a little, you know, spicy. Spicy, yeah. Spicy, she's confident. Um, I think that each sister kind of embodies every element, and if you, you know, hearken back to our craft episode, we taught you about the elements— but if I had to pick one for each sister, I would say she's either fire or water because mm-hmm. she can be, which I think is kind of cool. Right. Yeah. I think she starts off in the series as more fire mm-hmm. and then she goes into more water. Right. Which completely makes sense. Correct. Mm-hmm. Then you have Piper, who was your favorite. 
the earth mama. She's the earth mama. Yep. She's the middle sister. She's a chef. Uh, Mm -hmm. She's very kind. She's maternal. She's quick witted. She's hilarious. I think she's the funniest. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. And I don't think they intended that. I think she just brought like Holly Marie Combs is Mm -hmm. who plays her and she brought a lot. She's just funny. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Then you have Prue, which I really like that name. Prue. That is. It's a very... D oh I shouldn't sing it's, it. It's a Beatles tune. <laughs> I was gonna sing it's it. A Beatles tune. I saw myself, Jake. <laughs> I can feel his eyeballs. Okay, <laughs> so Prue, uh, played by Shannon Doherty, is the oldest sister. She's an art curator. She's the brave one, the responsible one. She's super intelligent. I would peg her as heir. Mm-hmm. You wanted to be an art curator at one point. I did. I <laughs> I have really bounced around, but you've always stuck within the arts. Art, music, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah the definitely arts. in that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the arts, the arts, <laughs> performing, and yeah, all things. That was me taking a sip. I see. Yeah. Okay. So, Piper and Prue are living together in their Graham's house. Uh, Graham's has recently passed away, mm-hmm. and later on in the series, you get to know Graham's a little bit. Right. Uh, they mentioned that the house, which again beautiful has been passed down for generations mm-hmm. 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 yes okay many generations many generations they stumble upon their old spirit board which looks like it literally is carved just out of a tree and it has yeah. this giant triquatra in the middle and on the back is an engraving that reads may this give you the light to find the shadows the power of three will set you free love mom they say that they don't exactly know what that means. Right. Okay. They've been, it's been hidden from them. It's been hidden and they yeah. just happened to stumble mm-hmm. upon it. Yes. They're younger. Dip, dip. Yep, yep. <laughs> Rewind. Rewind that. <laughs> Their youngest sister, Phoebe, enters because she has just lost her job in New York City and is moving back with them. Mm-hmm. It is established that her and Prue don't necessarily get along right. and Piper is the... She's the peacekeeper. She's the token middle. Yeah, the neutrality. Right. Okay, so Phoebe and Piper begin to play with the spirit board, and of course it starts to move on its own, and it spells out attic. Now, of course, to set the tone, there's a big storm, thunderstorm going on at the exact same time, because why not? Okay, so Phoebe immediately goes to check out the attic. The other two are like, whatever, that door has been locked since we've moved yeah. in here. Mm-hmm. You're not going to get in the attic. Right. Phoebe goes up there, the door opens on its own. It's like the sword and stone. Yeah. Woo! So there's this, uh, in my notes I wrote, cheesy ass light <laughs> that shines <laughs> on this chest. Right. And she's like, what's this? Very 90s. Yeah, Exactly. Okay. Um, yeah, for the time you would be like, oh, wow. wow now I'm like, so cool. oh, that right. is cheesy. Uh, shines on this chest. She goes and opens it. And there's this massive book that is called the Book of Shadows. Mm-hmm. And it again has the triquatra on it. Right. Uh, she opens it up and reads the first page aloud as anyone would. Right. Of course. <laughs> You're like, why not? Let why me not? just read this aloud. Right. So what she reads is, Hear now the words of the witches, the secrets we hid in the night. The oldest of gods are invoked here. The great work of magic is sought. In this night and in this hour, I call upon the ancient power. Bring your powers to we sisters three. We want the power. Give us the power. Yes. See what's happening here? 
Right. Mm-hmm. And all three of them needed to be together. Yeah. So it's established that the three of them have not been in the same place in quite some right. time. Yeah. So this, them all living under the same roof mm-hmm. is like. Right. And gener- generationally, the power has passed now that Grams has passed away. Well, I didn't get there yet. Well, gosh darn it. <laughs> You're always doing that to me. Damn it, keep my trap shut. <laughs> Drink your claw. <laughs> Drink your claw and shut it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> After she reads this, the house begins to rattle and shake and there's mm-hmm. more cheesy lights and mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. That it's really one, funny. One killer attic, though. That's an attic I'd, li- I'd, I'd stay in. Would you live in the attic? I mean, I would, cool. I would have a bedroom there. <laughs> <laughs> no, most addicts are like, eh. post up. This is like, hey, that's pretty cool. The whole house, I feel like, is gorgeous. Totally awesome. Right. Okay, so while the house is rattling and shaking, there is this photo of the three of them, and they are all standing far apart, mm-hmm. but then little six stars, feet. <laughs> six feet apart. In 2020, no. Um, All these stars start shimmering around it, and they, like, it moves them closer Mm -hmm. in the photo. So Mm -hmm. now they're all standing kind of as a unit, rather, as separate. Right. That's the only thing that you can see has changed after she reads that. Mm -hmm. Okay, Prue and Piper come into the attic, and they're like, what the hell's going on? They're not into it. Right. Okay. But Phoebe has apparently read the entire book. (laughs) In the five minutes that she in was in the attic. five eye. minutes. I was like, oh, girl, you really, <laughs> really sped red. Uh, so Phoebe explains to them that there are three essentials of magic. Timing, feeling, and the phases of the moon. Mm-hmm. And wouldn't you know it, it's midnight on a full moon. <gasps> right right now. What? What? What a coinky dink. <laughs> you don't say. <laughs> you don't say. Oh, my gosh. So... She says that if they want to receive their powers, they must do it now. I think this is really funny because, like, Phoebe's just on board. She's like, yeah, definitely. Well, she's the free spirit. Why wouldn't she be? I know, but, like, if you just picked up a book and it was, like, you know, all of this, like, the Book of Shadows is, there's, like, demons in there and stuff. You wouldn't be like, now hold on a second. I probably would be. I'd be I'd be a little more curious before mm. I'm like we have to take these powers. <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay, again Prue and Piper are like no thank you. They go to the next morning and Phoebe continues to try to talk them into this. And she says that she read in the book that one of their ancestors was a witch named Melinda Warren. Uh, she possessed three powers, moving objects with her mind, seeing the future and stopping time. Right. Okay. This is where you were, what you were trying to allude to. Okay. So before she was burned at the stake, she vowed that each generation of Warren witches would become stronger and stronger, culminating in the arrival of three sisters. Ooh. Ooh. Ah, and again, wouldn't you know? They happen to be those three sisters. Yep. And so that's what Phoebe is saying, that we are those three sisters. Mm -hmm. Hello. Uh, These three would be the most powerful witches ever and they would be known as the charmed ones and there's your title i love it love it and, and they that, would be the protectors of the innocent oh, I is love their it. mission mm-hmm. okay i said see what's happening here mm-hmm. in my notes see, what's <laughs> see where we're going see what, yeah right i do i do see where you're going you're with me i am okay so no one believes Phoebe until strange th- strange things 
start happening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shut up. Slurring of the words. (laughs) Shut it. It's the claw. Okay. (laughs) Piper accidentally stops times with her Stops times. Oh, my God. See, now. Mm, Sounds like a Cindy Lauper tune. (laughs) (laughs) Stops times. (laughs) Coming out next month. Oh, my God. Okay. It's been a long day. (laughs) It really has. The sun is starting to set. I'm trying, everyone. (laughs) I'm rallying for you. Oh, my gosh. Okay, Piper accidentally stops time mm-hmm, with mm-hmm. her hands during work. Mm-hmm. Hilarious scene. Yeah. She's a chef. She's trying to get this job, and the, the you know guy that's hiring her goes to eat her bite of food for her mm-hmm. audition, and she forgets the special sauce. So yes. she goes, uh, with her hands yeah. and freezes him. And then right. she, she's, she's able to grab the sauce <laughs> Doesn't even think what the crap just happened. She's like, oh, let me get the special sauce. No, she's totally like, yeah, this is 100% normal. Let me grab my sauce and put it on his bite of food. Right. Oh, my God. Hilarious. Um, Prue makes a douchebag's pen explode. He's like kind of harassing her. So she makes his pen explode and she also puts creamer in her coffee with her mind. Nice. Now, for a while, she doesn't realize that she's making it happen. Of course. Of, of course. course. Duh. You know, right? why would you? Why would you? I don't know. Everyone else seems to just accept this right off the bat. I so know. I'm not sure. Uh, Phoebe has a premonition of these two kids riding on bikes and skateboards getting hit by a car. And as she herself is riding on the bike, she sees these kids and she sees the car about to hit them. And so she's able to stop it. She jumps on in. She saves the innocent, she remember? Does. Right. That's the goal. That's the goal. Okay, so now everyone's on board. Everyone's on the same page. Mm. We're those witches. Yeah. Let's, let's get fi- it together. Let's figure this out. Right. So Phoebe explains again. So Phoebe really here is... She's she's running the show. She's schooling yeah. the whole bunch. Right. Okay. She explains what she learned from the book. That a witch can be either good or evil... A good witch follows a Wiccan lead, meaning harm none, do what ye will. A bad witch has only one goal, to kill witches and absorb their powers. But all of them look like normal people. Right. Okay. Again, no hats, no brooms. Right. (laughs) They're not green. Normal folk. You get it. Right. So while all of this is going on, okay, someone is stalking them, A, And B, someone in San Francisco is killing witches. Right. Okay. Yeah. All of the people that are being killed are women in their mid to late 20s who are witches. You know, they die by their altars or Uh they're, you know, shown a dead giveaway. I would have been in danger. (laughs) I'm in danger. Um, the triquatra symbol pops up at the crime scenes. The one victim has it as a tattoo. The one victim's cat um, is wearing a collar that mm-hmm. has the triquatra on it, which that will come up later in the right. series. You would have to watch to find out. It becomes their familiar, right? Yeah, mom. Shit. <laughs> Damn it. Don't spoil it. <laughs> what did I just say? Well, at the I told them to go watch it. Oh, damn it. Surprise. That cat becomes their familiar. Shit. Son of a gun. (laughs) Okay. Now that they're all on board and they realize who the killer is, I'm not going to spoil it because I think you should go watch it, Mm -hmm. but it's pretty funny. Mm -hmm. Um, They decide to try to do a spell with candles and herbs 
to get this. That. You're like herbs. I love it. What herbs? To get this, you she know, killer paprika to go away. out of the out of the spice closet. <laughs> <up> the sage. <laughs> um, it doesn't work, right? Because all they have is like birthday candles, and they're amateur. They don't know what's going on right now. Yeah. Okay, they're new to the they, game. They just learned about this earlier that early in the day, <laughs> earlier that yeah, night. Not on top of it, right? Uh, but after chanting, they join hands and chant, "The power of three will set us free," which mm-hmm. calls back to their uh, spirit board, and they defeat the warlock. I love it. Love it. So that is the first episode of Charmed. Now, I want to touch on what the triquatra represents because it is also known as like the charmed symbol. Mm -hmm. Like I, so I have this as a tattoo and you don't, but I thought you did. No, I don't. Yeah, I do. Um, And sometimes people will literally come up to me and be like, oh my God, you have the charmed symbol. Mm -hmm. And I'm fine with that. But like, I don't think that they know that it didn't come from that show. It did not come from Charmed. Right. Neither did the Smiths. No. Oh. <laughs> From the theme song. I know. The first season doesn't have How Soon Is Now as their theme song. And I'm like, what is this? Mm-hmm. Ugh. And then the last ones don't, right? Because they had to quit using it or they, something? Yeah. Something. I think they got in a little bit of trouble. Did Morrissey, I don't know. Did Morrissey get in trouble? You related to him? No. Oh. <laughs> my husband's <laughs> And my last name now is Morrissey. Good one. Good one. Good one. Okay. So the triquatra is an ancient Celtic symbol. Okay, it also shows up elsewhere, but I'm going to yeah, focus on... in our Led Zeppelin. Yeah, but mm-hmm. I mean, it shows up in other, like, mythologies. Like, mm-hmm. I think I saw oh, that yeah. Norse missile... Mm-hmm. Missile. Oh, my God. <laughs> Norse <Cut>. mythology. <laughs> my God. Take a sip every time I stumble on my words this episode. Okay, it's a three-cornered knot. Hence, try mm-hmm. three. Right. I get triangle. <laughs> I'm smelling what you're cooking. Okay, good. Mm-hmm. Um, it represents many things, but all kind of essentially the same thing. Okay, so it represents the triple goddess, which is mother, maiden, and crone. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, the infinite cycle of life, past, present, future. Right, uh, mind, body, and soul, which mm-hmm. is why I have. That's why I have it tattooed. Mm-hmm. Mind, body, and soul. Right. Um. Oh my god, <laughs> I meant to write in my notes in the show. It represents the power of three, but I wrote in the shower. <laughs> I looked down and I was like, "What?" <laughs> in the shower. In the shower. In the show, it represents the power of three. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. Yes, and they're infinite they're the most powerful exactly exactly so um the number three in wiccan practices though if you again harken back to Mm -hmm. our craft episode is the role of three which is whatever you put out you will get back times three so whether you're putting out positivity Mm -hmm. you'll get that back times three or whether you're putting out something negative you will get that back Mm kind of like a karma in my mind type of situation yeah um, but that's what three means in Wiccan practices. That is my spiel. <laughs> I like it. Do you? Yeah. We, we we love Charmed. Oh my gosh, we love Charmed. And I think somebody's asked us to do like an episode with the characters and like pick a character. Which I want to do. Yeah. But again, I want to sit down and literally watch the entire mm-hmm. show so I can really, mm-hmm. like I have always connected to Phoebe. Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm, I go and for Piper. You go for Piper. Yeah. Now, spoiler alert. Another character comes in around what season four? I think so. That's also great mm-hmm. that we didn't touch on. Mm-hmm. So I would suggest that you go yeah. and check it out. It's a great 
a show about sisterhood and female power and witchcraft mm-hmm. and in sunny San Francisco. And again, yeah, so my side notes here, you know, I always do little side notes. Hello, 90s cheese. Yeah, it's big on the 90s cheese. It's here again. (laughs) And I love it. (laughs) It's your favorite. It is my favorite. Uh, Beautiful shots of San Francisco. I put girl power. Woo! Because right off the bat, you're getting like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like badass women. Yep, exactly. Um, And I have in capital letters, the house is just so stunning. It, It is. If you like the Practical Magic House... You will also yes, like this house. You will. Okay. So yeah, and that's you know, my gosh, that house has been uh, trashed so many times throughout that series. But you know, oh, uh, the Charmed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's it. There, are, I could literally do. We could do a whole mm-hmm. podcast on Charmed yeah. because there's so many cool episodes that talk about a lot of different things like mm-hmm. mermaids and mm-hmm. warlocks, sirens and, and banshees. Yeah, and, like there's yeah. you really learn a lot. At mm-hmm. least I did. Mm-hmm. I guess I shouldn't speak for other people. Mm-hmm. I learned a lot from this show. Yeah, um, about different mythology and folklore. Yeah. And, oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. So um, in the Book of Shadows, if you you know Google that, that mm-hmm. it's just you know some of the stuff that they have in there. Yeah, so cool. Oh yeah, and, yeah. It's such a good show. Your Book of Shadows is awesome. It's stunning. Way to go, props department. I know. Who has that? Who took that home? Did I? I thought I read that Holly Marie Combs has that. Did I? I mean, if I were one of them, I would have taken it. And there had to have been multiple. I'm taking this. (laughs) This is mine. (laughs) I'm taking this. Yeah. um, Exactly. So... Way to go, Charmed. Um, maybe I'll check out the new version. I don't know. I'm a little yeah. snobby. I'll, I'll totally admit it. Oh, I, yeah. I can be a little snobby with mm-hmm. original versus yeah, remakes. remakes. Reboots. Again, why touch perfection? But, you know, I'm just going to hey, let it go. You know, it's appealing to a, a newer generation. Well, I yeah, appreciate and, that. And they yeah. made it more inclusive, and, and that's yeah. totally cool. Uh, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'll check it out. Yeah, exactly. I'll stop fighting it. All right, do okay. it, girl. All right, so uh, it's time for moi. Yeah, the spotlight is now on you. All right, hopefully I don't slur my words as much as you did. You know what? (laughs) I'm only human. I probably will, though, because, you know, holy crap. I slur my words regularly. Oh, my God. (laughs) I can't. You know what? I'm just going to stop talking. Stop talking. (laughs) I'm, I'm done. Put a fork in me. Oh, my gosh. So, what I thought I would talk about today, and um, I've been planning on talking about this for a while, is the Elder Wand. Uh, right? For, From, of Harry Potter? Of Harry Potter fame. Okay. Yeah. So, let's let's do a little... You know, here's the thing, man. I feel like we cannot turn around without getting controversy smacked right in our face. And I'm like, I'm going to do this. And then it's like, hello, there's a big bunch of crap that comes out. Well, yeah, because people are assholes. So yeah. let let me just say this. And you, I know you agree with me because we've comp- talked about 100% this. 100% agree with you. Uh, the author of mm-hmm. Harry Potter has made some statements that we at Uncle Bob's absolutely do not agree with we're not on board with it um trans women are women trans men are men non-binary is valid and that is that right um, but the story of harry potter yeah does not negate does not it doesn't negate you know the wonderful storytelling yeah and the impact it, it, that's what i will say it doesn't and, negate the impact it has yes. had on me and people have asked us to talk about this so the joy that it has 
right you know brought to many people over many many years so, so we're going to focus on the magic of it but mm-hmm. just know we are n- in no way condoning that bullshit so yeah okay. correct thank you you're welcome thank you so eloquently said yes right okay i'm so classy okay <laughs> <laughs> so of course you know that i um, I'm an herbalist and I love Are you? I am. I didn't know. Do you like plants? I do. Okay. I like plants. And elder is one of my favorites. Yeah. You know, well, I say that about every plant. You do. It's my favorite. Um, but I do love elder and it is so steeped in history and mythology and folklore. And I found it quite interesting that it was used in the movie as the wand. Mm-hmm. Um, for both good and evil. So a lot of what we're going to talk about today is I'm going to just go through, first of all, I'm not going to go through the whole lineage of the Elder Wand in the Harry Potter movies because, well, I would age 10 years to try to get through everything. (laughs) I'm just going to talk, you know, just tap into. So, you know, don't think that I have missed anything i just am not going harry potter fans don't come for us don't come for us okay i'm not going into the complete history of the elder wand i'm just tapping on it because really what i want to talk about is the duality okay that it represents in the movie but also the duality that it represents in the the real elder folklore and in medicine oh cool okay you know what i'm saying love it all right so first i'm gonna tap into the history of the elder wand in harry potter give it to me okay in case you didn't know so according to the legend related in the tales of the beetle beetle the bard beetle the bard beetle the bard and the tale of the three brothers the elder wand was the first of three of the first of the three deathly hollows created okay okay so supposedly it was made by death himself okay it was bestowed upon antioch peveril hopefully i said that right oh how how the the turntables how the tables have turned peveril I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. So he requested as his bounty a wand worthy of someone who had outsmarted death. And according to the legend, whoever united the wand with the other two hallows would become the master of death. The other two being the resurrection stone and the cloak of invisibility. I did. I just see a. I did. (laughs) did, I I did not see a stumble there. I did not. Liar. You. You, you are mistaken, in, sir. You are mistaken. That's correct. Okay. So, according to Ollivander, who is the... What? That's his name. <laughs> That's the way you said I have to, it. I have to put some panache on it. I have to put some panache. So, he is the wand maker or the, he owns the wand shop? You're looking at me like I know Harry Potter about as much as you. I, I think he just runs the wand shop. I don't... Ollivander... Jake, all of Jake's Hey, he's trying to check me on my, on my. I can't wait until Jake gets a microphone. Olive Ander, that's how he spelled it. Olive Ander. Oh, and he's like, roll it together, roll it together. We suck. <laughs> it words. All right. So anyway, according to Olivander and discussing the <laughs> the elder one. He says that it is the rarest of all and is not a favored material in wand making. What material? Elder? The elder wood. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. It is not a favored material in wand making. So it is, well, I'm going to go into that. Okay, my bad. Now you pump your brakes, sister. <laughs> 
<laughs> now you shut it. Now you zip it. <laughs> um, so it, and it is the rarest of all. It is immensely powerful and dangerous in the wrong hands and an object of incredible fascination to all of us who study the power of wands. Okay. I want a wand. Okay. Sorry. Go ahead. Well, you can get one. I know I can. Disney.com. No. <laughs> Not sponsored. Not sponsored. Um, only a highly unusual person will find their perfect match in the elder. And on such a rare occasion that such a pairing occurs, I take it as certain that the wizard or witch, I put that in parentheses because we're going to talk about that, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in question is marked for a special destiny. Remember, mm-hmm. Harry, the wand chooses the wizard. And then I added, how you use that power is up to you. Mm. Important, important pearls I'm giving you here. Pay attention. Pay attention. So over time, this powerful and mysterious wand passes through the hands of many, Mm -hmm. usually by violent means. It has gone by many names, Eldrin and Elhorn, which are actually terms used for elder and oh, folklore. Okay. Um, the death stick. <laughs> oh, I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like that one. And the wand of destiny. Wait, I'm stuck on the death, death stick. stick. Sorry. It reminds me of that song, The Magic Stick. I, <laughs> 50 Cent. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. Um, many owners were killed by their successors in a lust for power. And over time, the inaccurate legend grew that murder was necessary in order to attain mastery of the Elder Wand. Okay. Okay. So we have the light, which um, was Dumbledore and Harry Potter who had the wand. Okay. In their possession. And then the main, and this is just the main. I'm not like going deep. Not the whole history. Not the whole history. And then the dark, we have Tom Riddle, who was Voldemort. Um, You're not supposed to say it. Oh, he who shan't be named. (laughs) What's that? He who shan't. (laughs) Hold on. This is a good time to crack my claw. Okay. (laughs) And then, terrible. And then uh, Grindelwald. So, what did I say that wrong too? What the heck? You didn't. Um, I'm I sorry. didn't. Uh, see, you're just nope. trying. You're trying to. <laughs> I'm trying to catch you. You're trying to catch me, and he. You find out his story through the Fantastic Beasts, mm-hmm. right? Wait, pause. How did you feel about that? That movie. I liked it. Did you? You didn't. I didn't. Yeah, I really did. You need to watch it. Again. I really did like it. I like g- backstories. You know. Well, so do I. Yeah. Um. I liked the first. The second was like, eh. It was a little long, but I liked it. Okay. Yeah, I did like it. I'm going to have to Um, check it out. I would like to watch them again. Mm -hmm. Right. So it's important to note that the wand amplifies the owner's own magic. Okay. So the wand itself isn't good or bad. Right. That's what we're getting to. Yeah. So um, in an interview, it is stated that the elder wand is more of a sentient item which means it's able to perceive and feel things Hmm. okay Okay. so um more than any other wand um which gives the power way as it it it's more of a sentient item so more than any other wand it has way more power than anyone even understands because it's not an inanimate object right okay right because other wands would be Mm. No. No, I don't think <laughs> nope, it's that. Okay. It's just saying that it's able to perceive, like, feeling. It has feelings. 
<laughs> no, right? Well, I, um, I don't know. I wouldn't. I don't know. <laughs> She's this like, is, this I is didn't. a deep discussion. I don't know what, if it has feelings, but it is able to tap into feelings and like feel. Oh, crap. Okay, hold on. Hold on. Let me. So it doesn't have feelings, but it can read the room. Reads the room. Okay. Right. Gotcha. So it's more sentient than the inanimate, just regular wand. Okay. I'm with you. Yeah. Yes. It took took me a minute. Okay. But I'm there. So it possesses way more power than anybody really knows. Okay. Okay. Is what they're saying. More than you have been told. It possesses more power. So untapped. Right. Gotcha. Okay. So a wand that has passed through the control of so many dark wizards would possess both um, a marked affinity for the most dangerous kind of magic but also an accumulate wisdom, strength, and power beyond the ordinary. Okay. Okay. Are we getting that? I feel like I feel like Teacher Lori is here, and I'm in school, and Teacher I'm with Lori, you. Let me take another sip of my claw. <laughs> okay. You tell me. Yeah, I get a little. No, you, this it. It's kind of like you have to be specific. So I'm just trying to. I'm with you. Yeah, because I'm just trying to get where. Where this the path lore is. comes from. Yeah, 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 exactly. So basically, it's said that the Elder Wand knows no loyalty except to strength. It is completely unsentimental and will only go where the power is, which may explain why it seems to shift allegiance throughout mm. the movies. Okay. Okay. Interesting. So that is just a basic overview. I mean, I'm telling you, like, when I started reading this stuff, it was deep. And this person had it and that person had it. And this is why they did this. And you know what I mean? So it goes really deep. And if you want to learn more about that, absolutely do that. I, To me, it always fascinated me why she chose the Wood of Elder as the wand for Harry Potter and Voldemort. Gotcha. So I'm going to go a little bit into the folklore of Elder and some of the magical yes. medicinal properties. Okay? okay, I'm ready. All right. So the Elder Tree is an ancient tree which is considered full of magic and enchantment. Okay, so right there. Um, yeah. I would, you know, hey, full of magic and enchantment. Yeah. Sounds great. But it also holds a deep medicine within it. Okay. Okay. In folklore and in magic, it is considered the keeper of the boundaries between light and dark. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, why is it so powerful? It cuts through the divide. Good versus evil, it is neither. Light versus dark, it is neither. The elder simply asks, What side do you want to be on? Hmm. Okay. Okay. And this is the folklore. And this, I mean, these are, this is an ancient tree. Not connected to Harry Potter. No. This is just the folklore. This is the folklore okay. of Elder. And so I'm trying to make the connection as to why she chose. I'm already seeing it. Yeah. Exactly. So basically, this whole folklore behind this plant is the duality of it. I mean, it's, you know, 
again, good versus evil, light versus it can be, dark. It can be either. Right. And so it's, it's gotten a bad rap through the years. Many people see it as an evil plant and are completely terrified of it. And other people see it as a very good plant. Oh, really? So it depends. And we're going to go a little bit into huh. why that has come about. But so it, it it's really interesting why then that, that this has was become, chosen yeah exactly so again i am just the keeper of the boundaries is what the elder okay. speaks so duality is the key word okay mm-hmm. um the funny thing interesting uh the elder is considered a divine feminine herb okay ruled by the moon hmm. Also ruled by Saturn and considered a water element, ruled by the water elemental. Really? So the depths run deep and it's a very complex plant, which we will see. Okay. Okay. So why is it always being wielded by men? I have here. Interesting to note that Dumbledore states that a woman has never possessed the elder wand. No witch has ever claimed to own the elder wand. Make of that what you will, Harry. Or whoever he says it to. So he clearly states that no woman has ever, which is interesting because it's a feminine herb and it's considered. Was that in the book? Because, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, here's a little note. We haven't read the books. No, I haven't. We've only seen the movies. Yeah. Because I do not remember that in the movie. Mm-hmm. I don't either. I don't either. So I thought that was interesting. Because you know me, I would have stood up and been like, hold up, <laughs> hold the phone. Yeah. But interesting because. On one level, you know, it's quite clear why the plant was chosen as as the Elder Wand. But then it's kind of like poo-pooing the feminine aspect of it, which is interesting, right? Well, uh, I'm just going to say what's on my mind, Mm -hmm. if you don't mind. It's kind of insinuating that women aren't powerful enough to wield it. Right, exactly. Is wield the right word? Okay. Yeah. Wielding. Wield it. Uh, yeah, it kind of insinuates that, and I'm not liking that. But go not ahead. down with that, right? So uh, that's why I have here. It's funny because the elder, according to old European societies, were was believed to be sacred because the spirit of the goddess resided in the tree, more specifically the elder mother. The crone aspect where you, d- it's funny, that I'm telling so cool. you, it's t- it, we're tying in and we did not even plan this. So you were just Could talking about the triquatra. So it is the crone aspect of that, of the mother maiden. Crone. And cool note that the three brothers. Exactly. That's interesting. The threes. Yeah. Okay. Um, so it's the crone aspect of the triple goddess and is considered the wise one. It is also considered the witch's tree. Okay, so again, why women didn't get to wield that is funny. Hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, so the elder has both the power to protect and to do harm. Again, tapping into that duality. Right. All right. Only uh, one only needs to master the rules of engagement. Okay. Okay. So if you ask permission from the elder mother and you give an offering before taking any part of the plant, it will be used to protect you. So if coming with respect. If you come disrespectfully and just take, you will pay the price. So Which is there's for the, most yeah. 
follow that rule. Exactly. (laughs) Um, Elder is also the 13th symbol of the Ogham alphabet. Wow. Which is the old Irish language in the 4th and 6th century. Right, right. And it is also linked to the 13 month or moon of the Celtic witch's calendar, which is November. So its time is November 25th through December 21st, which we often use this plant in our Yule. Right, that we always use it around. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Around Christmas or Yule. Yeah. So the reason that it is the last month of the Celtic calendar is because this was the darkest time of the year. And so it symbolized death. Okay. Okay. Um, But also renewal. So there again is your duality, death, but renewal. So it is the epitome of the death, birth, death cycle of life. life. Right. Um, But that is kind of where it gets its notoriety for being the death tree you know where it's tied so deeply into death and the wand where they were saying that it was implied that you had to kill someone to wield that power right so obviously some research was done yeah exactly which is very fascinating so some of the key things again be looking at the duality um, that are associated with elder transformation change spiritual renewal um but it is also the emblem of death trouble and sorrow okay so there's your duality okay is a teacher a guide a healer a wisdom keeper and a destroyer so very complex so duality is the name of the game here very interesting plant Mm -hmm. okay so the elder mother or the crone Mm -hmm. is the keeper of the underworld the guardian of the underworld So, again, where that death aspect comes into play. Right. Right? Um, Establishing the tree as a symbol of death. That's where it gets that. Okay. Okay. Because it's tied into, because crone is the The ending ending season. Right. right? Um, It's also important to note um, that um, as Christianity start to spread across Europe, negative connotations came into play with some of these plants that were so revered by the pagans and elder was one of those because they're feminine okay exactly (laughs) yeah exactly so it's funny because the elder was considered um what jesus hung on the crucifix it was made out of elder wood Okay. Okay. And it was also the tree in which Judas Iscariot hung himself after he betrayed Jesus. So, again, if we're going to talk about... <laughs> I'm like, uh, Exactly. Okay. But so that's where it also then instilled fear. Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And was known as death, the bringer of death. Um, okay. Yes. Um, so further solidifying that fear factor. Mm-hmm. Fear factor. <laughs> Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. So, um, but we will just say, I mean, we're going to talk about the wood of the elder, but I know you're like, naughty. You said the wood and I went, (laughs) (laughs) naughty. (laughs) You know me well. Okay. (laughs) We're going to talk about it, but um, it actually would never have been able to hold the weight of a human. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. So it was considered an offense to burn or cut an elder, and you would reap the wrath of such. But because we're going to talk about the wood, um, 
It is strong on the outside, but the inside is like a pith. You, uh, yeah, I you've taught me about this before. Yeah, so it's like styrofoam, and it can right. be hollowed out. Right. So it used to be used as like to stoke the fire, like mm. as a kind of like a blowpipe. You would, you know, shut up. <laughs> Such a uh, child. My mind's in Your the gutter. Okay. <laughs> but you would use it to stoke the magical fires, but you would never burn it. You would never cut it. You only would use what had fallen and then it would be used as protection. You, know you what still I'm tell me that to this day. Yeah. You always tell me when we're foraging, you do not take what has not fallen. Right, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Right. Um, so it is sometimes referred to as the fairy tree, and that's because you take the the wood is great for uh, making flutes and wood instruments because the the outside is strong, pithy. but the inside is hollow, and it makes great instruments. But you can then it is said that it sings the songs of the fairies, oh. and so on midsummer. If you sit beneath the tree mm-hmm. and play the flute made from an elder wand, you will then um, be able to see the fairy king and queen. That's cute. Yes. But you have to make sure that you don't stay too long under the elder tree because the scent of the blooms could make you sleepy and you could be taken to the underworld. See, again, oh. <laughs> duality, and fairies, light. You know what I'm saying? And we're dark again. Yeah. yeah. Again, it's so dual. Um, it's funny because the tree itself, it has very shallow roots. Okay. So it do, they don't go deep, but yet it is surprisingly sturdy and strong. Okay. So interesting, again, duality. Right. Um, it is regenerative and it can regrow limbs very quickly. So it, you know, re, it like regenerates itself mm-hmm. and it can easily be rooted by a branch or twig, stick it in the ground and you'll grow a new tree. Right? Okay. Uh huh. It has the ability to keep blooming and growing all year round and is considered the mother of life in Europe. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know it went that deep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So then look at the duality of the flowers. The flowers are light. Beautiful. Right? And so you would drink elderflower wine at Beltane because it is a symbol of birth and renewal. Okay. Okay. And then at Samhain, you would drink elderberry wine because it is ending and completion. So birth and death. Wow. Again, duality. So cool. Right. The flowers are white. Okay. And it is an outward protect, protect an outward. Oh, a slur. <laughs> a slur has, has been heard. Let me take another drink. And say again. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Wet that whistle. <laughs> I'm getting (coughs) you're doing good keep it up okay keep going so the flowers are white which um, is an outward projection it opens channels so we've talked about this the we use the flower in tea Mm -hmm. as a diaphoretic so if if there she goes diaphoretic so if we're sick it causes sweating right right because we want to sweat out whatever pathogen is in there right now the berries on the other hand are um like inward they boost the immune system with lots of vitamin c that makes sense to me and so they're heal they're both healing but then you have to be careful because the seed of the berry is toxic yeah right and so it has something that's called uh cyogenic glycosides which then are mildly toxic i mean if you ate like a bathtub full (laughs) 
you'd have you know, to eat a shit ton. Right. But yeah. if you just eat a couple seeds, you would probably maybe get an upset stomach or right, right. You know, diarrhea or something like that. <laughs> she said diarrhea. <laughs> Jake, <I'd> flag it. <laughs> um, so you want to make sure that you're cooking the berry. Like you're just not going to eat the berries right. raw. You're going to cook yeah, them don't just go in out a tea and, yeah, or yeah. we make elderberry syrup. Yeah. Okay. So elder transcends location. Transcends location because it Explain. is the because it is the keeper of the boundaries. It will grow anywhere. Okay, yeah, yeah. But particularly, parti- oh Partic- my gosh, and another slur. <laughs> particularly, give me another one. <laughs> What's the tally? Someone tally what mine were compared to hers. <laughs> so it will grow anywhere but it particularly likes the edges the hedgerows because it's the protector okay right yeah so uh obviously um it if it's grown near your property it will protect the house and the occupants they often planted it near grave sites because when it flourished and bloomed it was telling them that the their loved ones that have passed to the underworld were happy so it's a Aww. protector, but it's also a keeper. I love this plant. Of boundaries. Me too. Okay. Um, so you would only take the fallen boughs, right? And you could hang them above cribs for protection. You would hang them above doors, stables, all for protection. And then also they're used as talismans and amulets and made, jewelry is made, you know. But again, right. you're not cutting the tree. Only you're taking fallen. Right. Be respectful. Um, so it's a very important plant yeah right so again duality beginning versus ending good versus evil light versus dark healing versus toxic birth versus death so that is that is very cool that that is basically what it represents in In, harry potter harry potter because and again it's not like the elder wand has made Voldemort evil or Harry good. It's just going off of their... It's going off of their own magic and how you master, how you use the power. So the last thing I have is elder is a place where opposites meet. The lesson is that we must learn to embrace multiple perspectives if we are to master our destiny. There is no light without darkness. It's all about balance, baby. Right. Exactly. That is very cool. So fascinating. It is. I think that I like now I want to go and watch Mm -hmm. specifically. I don't I can't remember what movie they go and they talk about the history of the wand. Mm -hmm. I think I see Deathly Hallows, isn't it? I don't know. I see Jake's fingers tapping. He's fact checking. I want to say it's the Deathly Hallows. Um, Now I kind of want to go and watch that with Mm -hmm. that perspective Mm -hmm. because I don't think that I had ever thought of that before as much as I know about Earth. Right. I don't think it ever dawned on me like, oh, yeah, absolutely that's very cool. I mean, it is a wonderful plant. It is. We we love this plant. We love this plant. I look for it always. I love to forage. I love to, I love the act of making the syrup. I know and having it for the winter months, and it's just. It, that is magical. It is. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
So I love this plant and I love when we can see plants being used in the movies. And I think, you know, a good job was done on the research except for the female aspect of it. But yeah, I'm a little peeved about that. Mm -hmm. And it's something again, I haven't read the book, so I don't remember that. But Mm -hmm. now, you know, my ass is going to go and be like, excuse me. And was that said? (laughs) Let me go and investigate. Yeah. Um, But other than that, um, it seems like research was done mm-hmm. on the plant, which mm-hmm. is good to know because yeah. we always say like they need an herbalist. Oh, I know. Well, when you were talking earlier about, uh, you know, going through and watching the entire series, I was like, I kind of committed myself because I said I was going to go through Supernatural and they talk about herbs. And I've been like, I'm going to have to watch every episode and to be jotting this yeah. down, that's going to that's going to take some time. But it is cool. And again, with Charmed, I'm mm-hmm. sure herbs come up in there. Oh. So that would yeah. be cool to go. Piper, for sure. And see like how much legitimate oh, yeah. research mm-hmm. and care was done. Well, yeah, because care we talked was about done. Yeah. How much, how much <laughs> care was taken into, you know. Yeah. Well, I think it's important to represent, you know. Yeah. Represent accordingly. So I love to fact check the stuff. We already talked. We I talked about Elder in the first episode. You did. Uh, on The Walking Dead because, you know. Yeah. yeah. And we're like over 10 episodes now. And mm-hmm. yay us. Yay. yay team. Yay. I'm proud of us. I know. So yeah, that's my chat. But oh, I, I thought it was really, that. it's really interesting because you said your title was something Wicca This Way Comes. Yeah. And we actually at Hedgewitch Apothecary have a tea called Something Wicked This Way Comes. That is based on Harry which Potter. is based on Harry Potter because Whoa. I think they sing it in what, the fourth? I think something it's the fourth. Something Wicked This Way Comes. Yeah. And so again. You are welcome for that. Yeah. So again, I was sick with the flu one time mm-hmm. on, and I was on the couch and that's the first time I actually watched yeah, the Harry Potter. I had not it. seen them. Right. Um, and so I watched them all and of course my brain won't shut down and I thought, oh, I'm going to just jot down every herb they use in this movie and then I created the tea blend which all of the herbs in there that I use, elder, elderberry, um, you know, myrtle. Oh, Moaning yeah. myrtle. But the, they're all used for flus. You know, so it's kind of our cold and flu remedy, but it is called something wicked this way comes. So and we talented. actually won a, we won an award. We did. We did. I won an award. I won a major award <laughs> at the American Herbalist Guild Conference you did. in October. You should and, be very proud of well, that. Well, we both should be very proud of that. I mean, that's, you know, nothing to sneeze at, but for the coolest name. I mean, you know. It is a cool name. It is a cool name. You were very talented. Well, so are you. Oh, oh, geez. Thanks. <laughs> oh, pat, pat, pat. <laughs> Pat on the back. Yeah, right on. Mm-hmm. I loved that. Mm-hmm. That was great. And I think people are really going to like yeah. that. I was nervous. You kept saying, are you done with your research yet? And I'm like, no, there's more. <laughs> I'll never be done. <laughs> I'll never be done. Well, I mean, again, we didn't read the books either. Mm-hmm. So there's probably a, oh, yeah. a ton of things mm-hmm. that, you know. Yeah. It's an extensive... And it's a big fan base. Oh my gosh! So, Absolutely, it's a yeah. So daunting. You know, subscribe to our channel or <laughs> what? I mean, I'm just saying, like, you know, give us some feedback. Like, if you know oh, right, something, right. like, if you know something that we don't know, I would be, I, I welcome. We love to learn. I love, I love to learn. She yeah, does. Yeah, I do. Yeah, absolutely. Up top. Whoop. Right wow. on, sister. And I am loving this simpatico thing we've got going on that our topics somehow match. And was not even. No, not planned at all. My Jane Silent Bob shirt. That and was Shannon weird. Doherty. That 
Look Girl. at you. Right. Whatever. Look at us. Oh That's my crazy. God. All right. It's time for killer quotes of the killer week. Killer quotes. <laughs> All right. My killer quote of the week is love is a magic between two people that cannot be explained and cannot be conjured. Said by Piper Hallowell and Charmed. It. Yes. All right. My killer quote. We've all got both light and dark inside us. What matters is the part we choose to act on. That's who we really are. Serious Black. I love Serious Black. Mm-hmm. <gasps> Gary good. Oldman. He rocks. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Gary Oldman. Shout out Sid Vicious. <laughs> <laughs> I always forget that he played Sid Vicious. Oh my God. Yep. Sid. <laughs> Nancy Spongin. Oh my God. All right. Another one in the books, everyone. Another one. Everybody have a great week and we'll catch you on the flippity flop. Catch you on the flip flop. Yep. TTFN. All right. Cut print. Check the gate. Moving on.